Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's April 15th, 2022, and believe it or not, friends, this month marks seven years that Sorta Awesome has been on the air and in your earbuds. Seven years ago this month, we took a deep breath and launched this sparkly gold podcast out into the world with absolutely no idea what to expect, and here we are seven years later. To celebrate, I have asked both of my lovely co-hosts, who just happen to be two of my favorite people on the planet, to join me this week. Kelly Gordon, hello, and how are you? I'm so good. I kind of forgot in all the excitement over this episode that this is also our birthday episode. Yes, seven years, seven years together. Thank you for sticking with us for seven years and making sort of awesome. Are you a little afraid to think what those first episodes sounded like? I will never go back. I will <laughs> never go back and listen to them, okay. ever. I don't listen to anything by choice from the past, but those first ones, no, you cannot. You cannot yeah, force me to. But here no. we are. Here we are. Yes. Rebecca Hoffer. Hello, and how are you? Hi. I also am kind of in shock and awe that we are here seven years later. I tell every single person when I tell them that I'm on a podcast, I'm like, if my host had told me we would still be doing this seven years later, if I had known what I was getting myself into, I mean, imposter syndrome galore would have like reared its ugly head. I'd be like, excuse me, there is no way that I have enough things to say for seven years. (laughs) Can you imagine if in April or spring of 2015, if I came to it, I was like, I've got an idea for a little project. I do need a seven-year commitment out of you. (laughs) (laughs) I would have said no. I would have said no. I was like, there's no way. I can't. No, no. No. If you would have told me that I needed to make a seven-year commitment, I I would have been like, I I can't even do seven months. That's what I was going to say. Seven weeks really makes me anxious. So the idea of seven years, it is kind of a month-by-month thing, though. That's how we talk about it in our team so that we don't give May anxiety. That's what it comes down to. They know I cannot be nailed down to any kind of long-term commitment. So, yes, we're still going week to week over here. <laughs> week to week? I think it's a little better than that. Our, so, <laughs> it's, it's like 350 weeks later. Here we are. <laughs> okay. Basically, yes. Yep, that's the way I have to think about it. No, but we are a little bit better than that. But truly, seven years. It's a lot of time together. I kind of feel like sometimes I think we have to, at this point, know everything that there is to know about each other. But 
you had a little idea for a conversation today that may really dredge up those secrets that we've never told. Who knows what's going to happen? We're going to play a few rounds with you guys of Never Have I Ever. Now, this is a game that a lot of people associate with a drinking game. I can tell you the only thing I'm going to be drinking, we're recording in the middle of the day on a Monday. I'm drinking my Monster Energy drink. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'll be, I'll be doing shots of that. You're hitting it hard. <laughs> I have water filtered yeah. from a Berkey Ooh. water filter. That's, You're very that's fancy. Bougie. <laughs> it's very bougie, very fancy. Kelly, are you sipping on anything? Are you doing shots over there? Yeah, well, no. You know what I have in the background here? I have my exercise bike with my nasty water bottle in it. I can go grab that. It's the opposite of bougie water. Yes. I sold it from it's a little the tap downstairs. Tap. It's like has so much iron in it, it comes out five different directions like a shower head, even though it's a sink. That's what we're drinking. Perfect. Perfect. Okay, but yes, we're going to do a few rounds of Never have I ever. We don't know the questions or the never have I ever's that we're going to be throwing out there. We have not revealed any of them to each other. So who knows what's going to happen? I do think, though, that it will be a lot of fun. I'm Meg Teets, and this is Sorta Awesome. Welcome back, Awesomes, to the show that is all about helping you find conversation, friendship, and community. We are so thrilled to tell you that you have found one of the best places in the world that you could possibly be if you're looking for some support, friendship, and honestly, ways just to make your life a little more awesome. And I have to take a minute to give a big, huge shout out to our Sorta Awesome superstars. These are the Awesomes who support us on Patreon. And if you are grateful for the ongoing week-to-week, month-to-month, year-to-year joy that Sorta Awesome brings into your life, well, you have the superstars to thank for that. Not only do they bring listener support to the show, they are truly the part of our community that we turn to most often when we need feedback or ideas, and often we just turn to them for inspiration. We love you so much, superstars. Thank you so much for your ongoing support. And you guys, if April 2022 sounds like the right time for you to finally take that plunge and support us on Patreon, you can find out how you can get all kinds of bonus episodes, hundreds and hundreds of hours of bonus episodes that you can download and binge right now. You can get ad-free versions of this show. You get our texting number so you can both get and receive text messages from us. All of that can be found at patreon.com slash sorta awesome. All right, you guys, I am so excited and I'm going to be honest, a little nervous about this. (laughs) Never have I ever today. But before we get to that, let's go ahead and start this show the way we always do with our awesomes of the week. This is the moment in the show where we stop and talk about whatever is making life a little bit more awesome right now, whether it is a book or a TV show, a movie, a podcast or product, something that's making life a little bit more sparkly. Rebecca. What do you have for Awesome of the Week this week? I feel a little behind with my Awesome of the Week. That's it's, okay. Let's it's hear on it. Brand for some of us. <laughs> but <laughs> for some of us. <laughs> I feel like my toast just got stepped on virtually. Is it a TV it show? It is a TV show. That, was, that came out 10 well, years ago? No. It, okay. So I Googled it right before we started recording, and it came out in January. <laughs> 
Well, I'm a little nervous that maybe it was already an awesome of the week on an episode that I missed or something, because sometimes that happens. Sometimes you get a little behind and I get a little concerned. But the awesome of the week that I have chosen is Cheer Season 2 on Netflix. Okay. Okay. Have either of you watched it? I don't think it has. I have. Yes. I've seen the app. And Kelly, did you watch Season 1? Okay. (laughs) That's a no. <laughs> okay. No. Okay. I'll get there. I'll get there in okay. five years. Well, maybe I can encourage you to get there in four years. You know, maybe I can. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I'm watching Modern Family right now. Okay. Rebecca, right. So, yeah. you know. I understand. Okay. Well, Cheer season two on Netflix is my awesome of the week because I found it to be so incredibly gripping. I could not stop watching this. Now, if you are unfamiliar with Cheer, it was it first came out, I think, like maybe two years ago on Netflix, and it follows the Navarro Cheer team from Texas. They're from a junior college, and they are like notorious for winning the national championships. They go to these championship competitions in Daytona every year, and they are absolutely phenomenal. It follows their coach, Monica. And really, like, zeroes in on some of their team members. And it's a docu-series. So they really, like, dig deep into these people's lives and, like, where they came from and what they're learning and gaining from cheer. And, like, the, here comes a good pun, the ups and downs of cheering. There we go. (laughs) You did it. You nailed it. So <laughs> you listed that you. landing. That's great. <laughs> so season one focuses all on that year's, I think it was 2019's Navarro cheer season and their competition in Daytona. And then season two is just as good, if not better, which I found shocking because season one was so, so good. But season two was even Better. It starts off in, I think, the fall of 2019 or like early 2020. And I got to tell you, every episode, there'd be countdowns like 60 days till Daytona, 49 days till Daytona, 30 days till Daytona. But they stopped telling you the date. And we all know what happened in March of 2020. And I was so anxious. <laughs> It sounds like not a good experience, but like it was such a good experience. I was like, when is Daytona? When is COVID going to hit? When is the lockdown going to happen? When is it all going to disappear? And I was so tempted to Google the schedule so that I would know, like, are they going to make it? Are they going to actually compete? Right. But I was like, well, I can't Google it because if I Google it, then I'm going to know who wins. But anyway, all that to say, in season two, they're following Navarro again, but then they also head down the road to their big rivals, Trinity Valley. And you get just as invested in the Trinity Valley rival team as you do Navarro. You fall for the coach. You fall for the assistant coach. You fall for the team members. And I, at one point, I sent my friend a message on Boxer. I was like, I'm so stressed out. I don't know who I want to win. I am going to be devastated (laughs) no matter who wins. It's like that level of commitment and investment that you find yourself in. It is so good. 
Plus, you have the ups and downs of the pandemic. And for those who didn't watch season one, and maybe you didn't see headlines, I don't want to give things away. But one of the beloved characters takes a real fall from grace and like in a really significant way. And that like the anxiety of like waiting for that to be revealed to the team was there. And it just was I mean, gripping is like the only way that I feel like I can describe this docuseries. I wish I had watched it with my husband. I feel like it's a good show that you can watch with your teens, mm-hmm. your partner. I feel like there's a lot there. It's not just like rah rah cheerleading. It's like intense. Yeah, it's intense. It is intense. I'm like you. I remember when I was watching season two, I was like, this is like a lot more stressful than last year. But then, as you said, over time, as you get to know the other team and the whole dynamic going on there, it was really, really fascinating. And I think a lot, it was a lot more intense. And I think I did binge through season two more quickly because I just had to see what happened. But it was so surreal to see the lead up to, we all knew that the pandemic was going to happen, that COVID was happening that they were going to have to change everything. And it was very surreal to watch that kind of play out for them in season two. But I would agree. It was awesome. It was a great season of a really, really fascinating series. So, all right. Thank you, Rebecca. Kelly. Kelly, what do you have for us this week? I'm going to try to build a seg here. Okay. Mm. So we don't mm. talk about intensity or trauma. Let's talk about being a cat. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Because I know not all cats are like my cats. My cat, I think, is the typical cat. It's the stereotypical cat. I see cats on TikTok that are so sweet and loving and charming, and that is not my cat. Hashtag not all cats. (laughs) My cat. Hashtag not all cats is what I was thinking, too. (laughs) My cat is bossy and demanding and standoffish unless she needs you, all the things. I even mentioned on the podcast before that one of the things that has been the most difficult for me, just, I mean, really difficult, is that she wants breakfast early in the morning before anybody is up. For sure, it always happens in the summer at these northern latitudes. As the sun comes up early, she's just like, well, then I should get up. You should feed me. But it even happens during the winter. Like, it's just always before anybody gets up. So for a while, she used to sleep on our bed at nighttime because one of the most redeeming characteristics of a cat is having them curl up next to your leg, purr, and you go to sleep. And, you know, it's like, it's just like a comforting thing, right? Totally, yes. But she would like, wake me up. So then we were like, okay, now you're out of our bedroom. You've been banished. We're shutting the door. You don't get to sleep in here. And she would just stand outside of my door and meow at like 4.30 in the freaking morning. No, 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 no. <laughs> Until like waking me up, waking no one else up. No one else <laughs> no. up. But like Just I'm worried that mother. she's going to wake up the kids. Corey's like the cat's meowing. I'm like, she's been meowing for half an hour. <laughs> and you know, like, wait, I wait, wait, the- wait. Did she get banished because of the early morning wake up? Yeah. And so you were like, okay, you're not allowed in here anymore. But she was like, I will not be ignored. Exactly, exactly. And okay. so she's just like, I will just stand out here. Meow, meow, That's meow. really good. Like You're good at that. Oh, yeah, because I've like, heard it so much, Rebecca. <laughs> so this was my problem. This was the drama. I mean, 
getting up and feeding her. And even on the weekends, there were mornings that I got up and would feed her at six and she'd come back by seven 30 where I'm like, I'm still not ready to get up, go away. But there, there was nothing we could do. We tried all these things. We've tried putting her a long time ago in an office where there was uh-huh. carpet and then she peed on that. So that cost us $800 to put in new carpet and some subfloor. We tried putting her like all these different places. There's nowhere that we can put her that she's not going to ruin something. So it was like, do you want her to ruin something or do you get to get up every morning at 4.30? Every morning, yes. So literally, you guys, this is why this is my awesome book. That's the <laughs> okay. backstory. That was my Okay, lead. I was like, where's the awesome? <laughs> my, yeah, my awesome is an automatic cat feeder. Oh. Okay, this is not a new idea. I've heard of these. I have friends who would say, well, maybe that could work. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, maybe. The one that I'm going to recommend is the one that I bought a couple of months ago. It's by a like a Chinese tech company called Venkin, B-E-K-E-N. This could be used for dogs or cats for small animals or something like that. So if you have a bossy dog, this could also work. But here's the, the genius of it is that especially for my cat, she also, because food is the only thing that she lives for, would eat all of her food in at least 60% of the time, throw it back up. Like almost oh, right away. Oh, no. So we've had to split her feedings down into smaller portions. Mm-hmm, you know, so mm-hmm. we can't give her so much. Are you mm-hmm. already being like, this is what Rebecca's like, the cat's not worth it. I feel the same, <laughs> Rebecca. I'm getting stressed because like my family really wants a dog and I don't want a dog. So my husband has been trying to convince me that maybe we want a cat. And I just got to tell you, this is like. Oh, no. i I literally like started like massaging my forehead after she said throwing up her food all the time okay it's okay this isn't about me and my like pet crisis this is about you solving your pet crisis so keep going (laughs) so this so maybe this is something you could do is so this pet feeder this one in particular has up to five different feeding times that you can program into it perfect you get to program how much food comes out you know, okay. each time. Like it, yes. it was a process getting it set up initially. It also has, of course, it's like it can be plugged in and it has batteries as a backup, which we realized one time there was one morning, like a Saturday morning, where we were all sleeping in, and when we woke up, we realized that we had lost power like at 6 a.m. for 10 minutes, like some random power outage. And so she hadn't gotten fed because the clock reset to midnight. And so she was walking around meowing, and I was like, Go, go, I don't care. You've been fed. The gods have yeah. fed you. This is what I say now when she comes to the office. I'm like, this is not my job anymore. I outsourced it. It really, truly, she still does kind of come and me outside of my door some, but I don't, I can more easily block it out knowing that in 15 minutes or whatever, she's got food coming and she yes. will hear it hit the little metal bowl. Mm-hmm. And you can even record a little message where I'm like, her name is Hermione. Hermione dinner time like it plays every time that her oh my gosh, comes out that is pretty awesome honestly i'm like maybe we, need a, maybe we do need a cat and now we have a way to feed a cat <laughs> it's less than 50 dollars. perfect on amazon so that's where i'm like this was not even a big money investment you guys if you like to save me all the trouble that it did and the reason that i bought it was because she's also cats are hard to find people to watch them when you travel mm-hmm, like dogs mm-hmm. are much more people are willing to do that there are places for it. Cats are difficult. And so when we were going away for our quick spring break trip, we were just going to be gone two nights. I couldn't find anybody to wash her. I was like, this is ridiculous. I'm just going to spend the money that I would normally spend on a cat sitter and get this pet feeder. And then we're just going to leave her for two days because she doesn't care whether we're here anyway. She's going to get her food. She has the whole house to herself. She can sleep on any bed she wants. 
and it works really well. But I think the real payoff is that I don't have to get up every morning and feed her anymore. And so slowly, like again, I don't know that she's ever going to completely learn that she Mm -hmm. is going to get nothing by coming and meowing outside of my door. Yeah. But it's helping. And really, I've been getting up early in the morning with her for years. Mm-hmm. And then going back to bed or trying to go back to bed. So this this is a life changing sort of thing for me. I was just thinking this is an absolute game changer for you, and I'm sure many awesomes who do have the persistent kitty at the door or wherever who's like, "Come on, it's breakfast time. Let's go." Well, and some dogs are like that too. So I'm just going to mm-hmm. say, you know, looking into it, if you like me have been like, "Yeah, I've heard of those. I don't know if they'd work for me." This is one of those things you can try it, of course. It's like got free returns on Amazon. Like, try it and see if it works. Hopefully, you'll be as pleased as I am. I would be pleased if they adapted it to feed toddlers who insist on waking up <laughs> at incredibly egregious times of the morning. You know? The great thing about toddlers is eventually they do grow out of it. Yes. Cats, they just right. over There is no growing out of it. They just, just want to be fed every single morning way too early. Yes. But you can probably yeah. put Cheerios in it, is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Okay, these are some great awesomes of the week. I have a really quick one for you guys. It's an app, and it has to do with a laundry helper. So not quite as game-changing maybe as feeding your cat for you, but pretty great if you need a little help, if you've gotten a little behind on your laundry, and you've ever just thought to yourself, like, if I could, I would just pay someone to do my laundry. Well. You can. Down the street from us, we have a great locally owned laundry that has a wash and fold service that I have used for years whenever I get a little behind or if I just need to do like all of the towels all at once, I just drop it off. I love the couple that owns it. I know everybody that works there, but they were closed last week because they were filming an episode of that Sylvester Stallone show. It's either on Paramount or it's coming to Paramount. I don't know. They were filming in our little local laundromat which was kind of cool. And everyone in in Oklahoma City was very excited to have a big film crew in Oklahoma City. But that meant that our local laundry was closed for a week and I needed a little help with laundry. And so I found via just giving it a goog, I found an app called Sudshare. And it is exactly what you think it is. It's like a gig app. Okay, so like Instacart or Postmates or whatever. It's people who are picking up these jobs. And so somebody picks up your job that you've put into Sudshare. They come by your house. They pick up your laundry that you have set out in bags. I literally just put my laundry in garbage bags and set it out for them. You can put in all different kinds of special instructions that you have. Like we have some clothes that are hang dry only. I put those in a separate bag with some hangers. Those got hung to dry. And within like... I don't know. I think it was like less than 48 hours. It was all delivered back to our front porch, all bagged up, all folded, all just like ready to go back into our drawers. It was so great. That's amazing. What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. I'm blown away. I don't even know what to say. I'm like speechless. (laughs) (laughs) It's really, I mean, it really is great. And I actually was like trying to do a little side Googling on it to try to figure out how it works. I couldn't figure out at first if it was like, a company who does this and they have people who work in different cities, but no, it's definitely like individuals who do it. But I was reading some of the reviews online from people who do the laundry part of Sudshare. And so many people were like, this is a perfect side gig for me. I work from home so I can do laundry 
while I've got other things going or stay-at-home moms or just like a variety of people who just need a little extra money and they've got time and laundry facilities to run your laundry through. So so smart. Oh, my word. This is amazing. I know. I know. It definitely was the awesome of the week for me. Did they sort the laundry by person? Uh Yes. That's a good question. I read a ton of the FAQs as well. And it says, absolutely, your laundry stays with your laundry. It is never mixed up with anybody else's Mm -hmm. laundry. Mm -hmm. They do all of the, you can request certain detergents. I provided my own detergent because we have a special kind I like to use. You can do that. Or I think like the basic ones like Tide and Purex and stuff, they just would have on Well, but I mean like even like to get your laundry back, like would it have your laundry separated from Kyle's laundry? Oh, no. Now that's, it was all bagged, like folded and bagged, and it was like three different bags of laundry. So once it came back to us, we did have to kind of separate out to get it back in the drawers. That's a good question, but yeah. And then how much is it? I think that's like a big question. And and, or do people set their own rates? It's a dollar a pound through Sudshare, which is the app I used. I think there's a couple of other similar apps out there. But so it's a dollar a pound. Sudshare does have a 20 pound minimum, which they say is roughly like two hampers, two regular size clothes hampers worth of clothes is about $20. So yeah. And like I said, I love the fact that you can have like special instructions for certain things. You just have to like label it so they know what to do. And there you go. Really great. Really great to have that help for sure. Okay. So those are our awesomes of the week, you guys. I will put links in the show notes. Come and tell us what is awesome in your life. We would love to hear all about it on social media. Come and find us on Instagram at Sorta Awesome Show or over in our Sorta Awesome Hangout group, which has been alive and well and just blossoming for the past almost seven years. And we would love to hear all about it at facebook.com slash group slash Sorta Awesome Hangout. All right, we're going to get into our Never Have I Evers when we come right back. Hey, awesomes. As y'all know, there's hardly a minute of my day when I don't have my earbuds in. Between podcasts, audiobooks, and music, I am always listening to something. And that means my earbuds get a lot of use and abuse, and I absolutely have to have earbuds that can stay in my ears when I'm on the go. I'm so happy to tell you that I have finally found my holy grail earbuds, the Raycon Everyday Earbuds. Raycon wireless earbuds are the best way to bring audio with you because no matter how much you shake things up, and I mean literally no matter how much you shake, you know they're not going to fall out of your ears. Their everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. And there's also awareness mode for when you need to listen to your surroundings. Yeah, like that kid that always has a question for you. So you can take your Raycons with you wherever you go. With their optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit, These earbuds are so comfortable and they will not budge. Trust me. I love these earbuds from Raycon so much that I bought a pair for Kyle too. Both of us have been shocked by how incredibly well these things stay in our ears, not to mention the audio quality is fantastic. Raycons offer eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. Right now, Sorta Awesome listeners can get 15% off of their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash sorta. That's buyraycon.com slash sorta to save 15% on Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash sorta. 
Hey, friends, you know, there is a beauty brand that we have been bragging on for years around here, and it's Thrive Cosmetics. I cannot tell you how many times something from Thrive Cosmetics has been an awesome of the week or has landed on one of our seasonal favorites lists. And cause is in the name for a reason. Every purchase supports organizations that help women thrive. So you may remember that my sister Emily, my own personal beauty guru, got me started in my Thrive Cosmetics obsession with the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. Now I've gone on to own and love tons of other products from them, but let's talk about that gateway drug, my ride or die favorite mascara, Liquid Lash Extensions. This mascara is ultra lengthening. It's an eye-opening mascara. It lasts all day without clumping or most importantly to me, smudging. It really looks like you have gotten lash extensions at the salon without the price or without damaging your eyelashes. Of course, it's sort of awesome. We love their Bigger Than Beauty program. With every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help women thrive. So now is a great time to try Thrive Cosmetics for yourself. Right now, you can get 15% off of your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash awesome. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash awesome for 15% off of your first order. Okay, we are back and we did a little discussing behind the scenes like, okay, this is obviously not a drinking game. We're not sitting around a table. We don't have fitty adult beverages. How are we going to do this over Skype? And we arrived at the conclusion, probably the best way to do it is to go in rounds. So for each round, the three of us are going to share a never have I ever. And if any of us have done the thing that's at question here, then we will get a point. Now, Kelly's already prepared us that she doesn't care about the points. And then Rebecca insisted, <laughs> Rebecca insisted, but you do still have to keep points. Yes. I, can, I can do this kind of math. It's just, I'm just excited to play <laughs> I am more too. than to find out if I win. <laughs> I am too. Also, I don't can even I just know. say like, yeah. the funny thing is that this game, in some ways, as I was coming up with questions, it's like rewarding you for being bored. <laughs> I feel like this is a game maybe I could win. That's true. We were talking before we started recording. Okay, so Kelly and Rebecca and I, we're middle-aged women. We've all been married for a while. We have kids. I don't know that some of the spicier, more exciting Never Have I Evers would apply to us, but who knows? Yeah, we'll see. Maybe that's another recording for another day, maybe for the sort of spicy series. But in the meantime, let's get started. With round one, Kelly, I would love for you to go first with your never have I ever. Okay. So my first one is never have I ever gone to a school <gasps> dance. <gasps> is that true? Yeah, well, no, I'm not going to lie. I mean, this is the whole point of the, the show. Wait a minute. <laughs> well, some lie? of these, as I was coming up with them, I was like, I could maybe say that I have done, like, the, sometimes it's subjective. But this one, like, you have never gone to a school dance? Nope, is it never. Didn't go to prom, didn't go to homecoming because my parents were not, they did not allow that. We grew up really, really conservative. And so my younger siblings, by the time they got there and we were going to public school too, because that was the thing. I went to Christian school until I was a sophomore. Um, Okay. Very conservative, like dress wearing, skirts below your knee, boys have to have hair, it doesn't touch the ears, sort of conservative Christian schooling. And so I went to high school for two years. So like public high school. And then I went to college. So 
yeah, my younger brothers and sisters went to some, but like, it wasn't even like, I would broach it like an idea. And it was like, absolutely not. We will not have you with the Satanists and the drunkies. Oh you know, like word. sort of thing. <laughs> absolutely not. Um, I mean, I've said this before on the show. I mean, I laugh about it and she would probably laugh about it now if she could. But like, I remember my mom turning Sesame Street off when the kids would dance. Like when they would like get up and like just dance and she'd be like, absolutely oh, not. Because it was, gosh. it was the devil. She didn't want that. So yes, it was, I've never gone. And I really, you guys, I regret it. Like I hmm. wanted to go to prom so badly. And I, those yes. the eighties, all of the movies, you know, of course. that was the thing. And so yes. yeah, I just get to go. I would go with my friends, like a good eighties child to the mall. And we would try on dresses. Like we would go to the dress stores and like we would spend two hours just trying on dresses and then I would just have to leave. Oh them my word. Oh my gosh. Kelly, this makes me want to fly to the Twin Cities and put on Ooh, a girl for you. Oh my, gosh. my heart, my heart is hurting. I would love that. It would be so fun. But really, I mean, obviously I've gotten over it now and it's fine. You know, it's just, it's one of the oddities of my childhood. But I'm guessing, I was thinking, I bet both Meg and Rebecca have gone to high school dances and have some oh, stories yeah. to share. I definitely have. Rebecca, you grew up Mennonite. I don't know. Tell us a little about, is there like any big feelings about things like a, a school dance in that faith tradition? Okay, so I did go to school dances, but I did not have dancing at my wedding reception because of like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mennonite background. Like mm-hmm. that just wasn't something that yeah. my family did. And Nate and I had a first dance. That was like the only dance that happened at the wedding. Okay. Yeah. I went to all of the school dances. All of them, for sure. That's exactly how I pictured it, Meg. I'm so glad to know that I actually didn't know you. I loved going to school dances, and it was a lot of fun. Daisy has her first prom this month. This will be her junior prom, and it's been really fun and a little stressful. And can I say... Since we're talking about this, when we did prom, we would like obviously get the dress. This was in the day and age, bless our sweet little baby hearts, when we would go to a shoe store like a Payless or maybe a local shoe store to have shoes dyed to match our gowns that we were wearing, which we thought was, you know, very sophisticated and grown up at the time. Teal or peach. Teal. Then you wear them one time, and if you get anything on them, they're ruined, yeah, but you would never wear them. Like, uh, don't go through a puddle. No. Yeah. No, 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 no. I had some um, for weddings. That's why I'm, I'm saying, like, yes. I was a We were still doing that. Still doing the dye to match. We would do our own makeup, just, like, glam it up. I had Laura Tremaine's uh, mother has done my hair for more than one school dance and other thing, because she could do, like, the fancy, like, big 60s-style updos. So she would do our hair for that. But like, it was like, you know, it was like small town, go to a dance. My daughter is like, can we go back to the same makeup place that did my makeup for homecoming? I want to do lashes again. And I want her to do my whole eye thing. And do you think we could book a hair appointment? And just like has all of these ideas that I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Let's keep it a little bit more low key than that. But she has all of these big plans. And I'm like, and are you going to be paying for these <laughs> special <insane>. appointments? <laughs> yes, it's gotten really, really expensive. Yes, it really is. So she did say if the, she does decide to do the eye makeup, like have a professional do her eye makeup, that she would pay for it. I was like, well, okay, we'll see. 
We'll see. So that's a good one. I get zero points on that for sure. Yes, you get a point. <laughs> oh, no, wait, I thought you got a point if you did it. Oh, wait, you do get a point if you have then, done yeah, it. So oh, my gosh. Zero points. This Thank is you goal. for helping okay. me understand <laughs> no, how okay. games work. This is why I don't play board games, because I never understand the rules. So I don't keep Literally. For, bo- for board games. <laughs> like, it takes away the fun to always be like, no, wait, what? So, okay. Oh, okay. Rebecca, give us a never have I ever. Okay, well... We're going to keep it in high school. And since we all attended high school in the 90s, never have I ever, what we would say today, overplucked my eyebrows. What? None of you guys did the super oh, thin eyebrow yeah. thing? <laughs> no, I was terrified. I tried plucking my eyebrows one time. I got literally one eyebrow plucked and i was like that hurts and i never did it again <laughs> only one eyebrow so yes, one, like wait like one yes hair just the one or one yes, whole eyebrow i never did oh okay <laughs> one hair okay not, yes. not even the whole eyebrow no no one strand of oh, okay. eyebrow hair i plucked and it was so painful i'm very sensitive you see and i was like i will never do that again so i definitely did not do the the super skinny eyebrow Maybe this was actually more of a early 2000s thing. I don't know. But I remember being in college and kind of discovering this world of plucking eyebrows. And I was dating Nate at the mm-hmm. time. And I we, we were doing long distance because he was in Jamaica doing some missionary service. And we had this routine of, like, emailing each other. Anyway, there's a whole thing that we did. And I remember sending him an email and like saying something to him about the fact that like I've never plucked my eyebrows before and that this is kind of odd and he wrote back to me that he loves my bushy eyebrows (laughs) (laughs) you're such a charmer (laughs) I'm like the heart is in the right place but that's maybe not quite the way you want to say it um Natural. Yes, I think no one would say natural. natural. Or, I mean, or Nate was just like 20 years ahead of the time. Okay. Well, I'm bummed I didn't get any of you guys, but that's okay. <laughs> okay. okay. We can definitely stay in the realm of things that we maybe would have done in our past for mine for this to finish up round one. Never have I ever snuck in somewhere. I've never snuck in to anything. To anything? Nothing. Never. Oh. Not a movie, not a party, not someone's, someone's dorm room. Nothing. Oh, you got me at dorm room. <laughs> you, yeah. I was, shoot, I was so close. You got me at dorm room. <laughs> yeah, you have to, like, maybe set the parameters and be like, well, this counts because, you know, I went to a Mennonite school, a private Christian college, and we had open hours for when you're allowed to be on the floor of the opposite sex. And we would, I mean, sometimes, you know, sometimes things happen. I was dating, very casually dating somebody who his dorm room was on the first floor right next to the door to get in. Yeah. Hmm. So... Yes, I did do a little sneaking there. <laughs> you caught me. I was so close. But no, I mean, I've never snuck in anywhere. Kelly, have you ever snuck into anything? Yeah, I do think I probably, I, I can't say which movie it would have been, but like okay. started in a movie and then was like, oh, this is stupid. Let's go find a different one. Yeah. But I will also just say that my college boyfriend lived in the basement. 
like <laughs> there was a window that opened and there was an alley where I could park my car and so get back to the dorm. By Maybe a little sneaking. There was some sneaking. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But no, I'm always, I've always been so absolutely terrified that I would get caught and get in trouble for whatever the thing is. Like I have lived so much of my life in fear of getting caught. <laughs> that has kept me out of most of the trouble. So I've never snuck in anywhere. So that surprises me. That surprises really? me. Yeah, I'm surprised. I feel like I, I feel like you would have been like, oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I, snuck, I was a little sneaker. So yeah. Like I, this is what I always think of as a parent is like sometimes that like fear motivates mm-hmm. kids and sometimes it motivates them the wrong way. Right. So it yeah. motivated you in the right way. Good for it you. It definitely did. Yes, it definitely did. Okay. Round two. Here we go. Kelly, start us off. Okay. This is kind of like a high school thing too. Never have I ever played a sport. Uh, have I played a sport? I've never played a sport. Uh, I have. Okay. Uh, I have. You sound... She says it like it's such a disappointment. She's like, oh, I went to stage. Okay. I put on my list, I was going to say never have I ever um, competed in a team sport. But Mm. I did do track in eighth grade. Maybe it was seventh grade. I don't know. I hated it. I did it for one year. Hated it so much. It's something that to this day Nate still makes fun of. <laughs> and he'll make fun of me for like how pathetic it is that I only ever did track and he'll also he'll be like, mm-hmm. you know, that he'll make fun of me like the other way. Like, you know, that that budding track career of yours. Like that must be like why like <laughs> you're so good at this since you played track. I was so awful. I remember one time crying as my mom was like dropping me off for uh, practice. I almost called it rehearsal. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, see? And you were like, I play I track. I think the athletes would be like, you don't play track. You just yes. do it. You do track. <laughs> Run Go track. on, Rebecca. Whatever. I don't know. I was being dropped off. And I was crying because I did not want to go. And bless her heart. My mom was like, okay, I'm going to let you stay home this time. So we just said that I wasn't feeling good. And mm-hmm. then, uh, anyway, I hated, I finished the season, but it was not for me. I, it, yeah. it was not for me. I definitely, I am the most unathletic person. I have never done a sport. In fact, I have a traumatizing memory from being in church youth group and we were going to play softball. We were playing softball and I was up at bat and you guys, I could not hit. I could not connect the bat to that softball to save my very life. Like it was not happening. I was in tears. Finally, one of the adult like volunteers like had compassion on me. And it was like they were like they were beyond the rules of the game, just like kept pitching to just like see like just keep trying. I bet oh, you can hit it like no. in a real good Christian-y trying to be way. encouraging. And I just yeah. I mm-hmm. hated it. I feel like my face is gonna start flushing just <laughs> I want to cry on your behalf thinking Uh, about this. It was real bad. It was real bad. I did show choir. I did not do sports. (laughs) 
Yeah, my youth group leaders, that was where, like, again, it's not like on a sport thing, but they were all really outdoorsy, athletic mm-hmm. people. And I adored them. Like, it was, we had a great group, you know? But so when we got together, even outside of youth group, like, just for fun, it was always like, let's play soccer, let's play kickball. And so I would just, like, dorky run around the field. And I was joking with my husband, who is the exact opposite of me. He's played almost every sport that there is to, to mankind or humankind. Like, he played two sports in a same season in most of high school. Um, I was telling him that when I played kickball, I said, I don't know how many times I have gotten kicked in the face directly with the ball, like for the kickball bonk or, you know, like the soccer ball, like I'm running in the wrong place. And it was always like these college student youth leaders, like not right. Like another little kid who's right, 13. Right, right. So I'm like to the point where like maybe I had a concussion, like where I didn't know that my nose was still on my face. My whole oh, face would go no. numb. You know, you're like, I can't tell if I'm bleeding. And me being both who I am, being a woman in America, being a Christian, I was like, I'm fine. I'm fine. You know, and you're like, am I though? Is there blood pouring off of my eyeballs? I can't tell. I'm like, that was my oh. experience. And he's like, that's so embarrassing. And I'm like, it really is. Like I was always good natured and somebody would like, catch me or pick me up off of the ground and be like, Oh no, I'm so sorry. I was just like, yes, that was how I scored. I got kicked in the face with the ball. Well, this isn't that surprising. Look at what we do for a living now. Like, come on. I know. Nobody's surprised. We got the, they talk too much on the the report card. Exactly. Not. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. All right, Rebecca, let's hear the next one you've got for us. Okay. Never have I ever sang karaoke. (sighs) I have not either. I Yeah, not really. No, like, I mean, I will lip sync mm-hmm. stuff, but not like a karaoke karaoke, which sounds fun. Maybe that we need to do that at my grown-up Maybe home. we should. Maybe we should. There is a nightclub. <laughs> Wait, Rebecca's, Rebecca's so stunned. Let's just have a moment <laughs> for Rebecca right now. She's I, like, I am Wait. flabbergasted. You were in show choir, Meg. I thought for sure I had you. Like, I know. I just, I've honestly never been in a place where, like, they were really doing karaoke. And so, what I was going to say is, there's a nightclub literally like less than a mile or two from our house. They do karaoke every night. I've driven past that so many times and been like, what if I just went in? And what if I just sang karaoke? (laughs) I've never done it. You should. I've never done it. I think I do know that my song would probably be. Kelly Clarkson's "Since You've Been Gone" feels like I would great love karaoke to hear choice. you sing that. Come on! <laughs> Do you guys have like a, a song in your mind? Like if anyone ever put the microphone in your hand and is like karaoke, go. No. Do you have like a, a, a go to song? I've never sang karaoke. The, the concept <laughs> is terrifying. Terrifying. Well, okay, but you are an actress. You've performed a lot of things. I know that's different from singing. I understand. Listen, do we really want this to turn into a trauma dump? Like, we already, like, (laughs) dug into... (laughs) Kelly's childhood trauma. We're boring and we have trauma. (laughs) I I have, like, so much insecurity about my voice and how it ties into acting and my whole theatrical career. Like, it was, like, a whole thing. A whole thing. And yes. so, no, I, 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 no, I have been traumatized by the idea of singing in mm. public. No. Mm. I mean, I think the karaoke is so different, though, is that it? you could probably yeah, do it. You're, I mean, it. Yeah, because everybody's everyone's drunk, drunk and everyone's bad. Like, it's, it's for fun. It's yeah. not like, it's not an audition. It's... Everybody's drunk? <laughs> where am I at a karaoke place where everybody's drunk? Well... It's how it was on Schitt's Creek. This is what I'm basing everything off of. 
so funny. You guys haven't done it either. No. Okay. No. Well, I'm telling you, I just have funny. never, I've never been in the right circumstances. Maybe we grew up in too small of towns for karaoke. That's probably true too. I definitely went to too, too small of a college, I think, for <laughs> for a lot of the fun stuff. Um, okay, speaking of possible traumatizing stories, I don't know, but I will say this: never have I ever used the men's restroom because the line for the ladies' restroom was too long. Never, never. Yeah, I've oh, done yeah. that. Oh yeah, I've done that. I mean, I've led the charge. Like, I, I wasn't even. Sometimes you'll hear somebody, like yeah. a man, will go. You go, if you guys can go in here, and sometimes I just yeah. knock, and I'm like, we're coming I, in. Actually, when I was typing this into my notes, Kelly, I literally had a vision of you being like, come on, y'all, we're just going to use the bins. <laughs> I'm like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Let's down with misogyny. We need to leave. <laughs> so good. And so, Rebecca, you have to. Oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I think this. I think this goes back to my like all-consuming fear of getting caught doing something "quote unquote" wrong. Like I just, I don't know. Hey, have either of you ever accidentally used the men's room thinking it was the ladies' room? Oh, uh, no. sure. okay, yeah, I'm probably, okay. yeah, yeah. I mean, like in a restaurant yeah. where you're not like paying attention, or they have like weird wording, like instead of saying like yes. ladies, it'll say like I don't know. Like Sheila, Sheila. That's what they, like in, in Outback, <laughs> like, I don't remember what the men's is, but the women are like Sheila. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. so that concludes round two for us. Um, Kelly, let's get us started in round three. Never have I ever broken a bone. Me neither. Oh, I have. Have you? You okay. have. Okay. I, but I, I highly suspect that I did. I did not have an x-ray to confirm it, but I am. Okay. I am positive that a couple years ago, I <laughs> I broke my toe dropping marshmallow fluff on my foot. <laughs> oh, that's not even possible, Rebecca. How much? How much marshmallow fluff was it? Well, it was still in the was, jar. Yes, it right. was. In the jar. Okay. Was it frozen? Did it have no. like gold in it? Mold? Gold? <laughs> to make it oh. gold? Like something to make it heavy? Or mold? No, yeah, it was just, it was a full jar of marshmallow fluff. It was on the counter. It like fell off and it just I think the edge of it just like hit my pinky toe just right. Yeah. It hurt so bad. I am confident that toe was broken. Um yeah. but I'm not sure that, if that counts count? because I, I feel like, you know, I, I have stubbed my toe really hard before where it like went you know, like cattywampus, like mm-hmm. you're talking about. But it's well not, then then like, you also yeah. have broken something. And you also get a point. Yeah, yeah if you're, I mean, I don't, again, I don't know that it was. It wasn't like it didn't bruise up. It wasn't that I couldn't walk. You okay, know, let's rephrase really the question. Never have I ever broken a toe. How would you answer that? I would say no because it oh, hasn't been diagnosed. So, like, to me, like, you, you don't. Well, because truly, when I talk to my friends who are um, doctors, they're like, people think they break their toes and they don't. Like, it's, it's, it's not like, unless. Like they're they're like to have a truly broken toe, you would not be able to walk on it. Like it wouldn't heal on its own very well, unless it's just like a, such a tiny little fracture. But I don't feel like you know, like something that's so. If you don't need to go to the hospital to get treated for okay, it, okay. Now you're you're like ruining one of the great stories of my life. I thought I had a broken toe when one night. This was years ago. Um, one of my children had gotten up in the middle of the night and thrown up in the hallway and I was going to go check on them and I slid in the vomit and <laughs> oh. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> and when I landed, no. I I landed like with my toe, like it kind of. I, basically, when I landed, I, I thought I broke my toe on like the door frame, the way my toe hit it. And so for years, I've been like, well, I did have that one broken toe from when I slipped in the vomit. But now I'm like, oh man, maybe it was just like a really bad toe injury. <laughs> was it actually broken? You lost your toe. <laughs> Well, Meg, weren't you the one who said this question? Never have I ever broken a bone? No, that was Kelly. Oh, that was No, that was me. Okay. Yeah. I was confused. Yeah. So I think I think no points are awarded. No points for this one. Because I, I don't I think Kelly, that like things that you think you've broken. Kelly said if you didn't count. have an X ray, it doesn't count. So okay. Kelly doesn't yeah. care about the points and I'm discovering I'm caring more and more about the points as we go. <laughs> Okay, so then what's your next question, Oh, well, I've done so badly so far. Um, okay, let's hear it. Oh, what do I pick from? What do I pick from? Um, okay, uh, never have I ever seen the Star Wars movies. <gasps> what? How? I think I knew this, and it's still absolutely horrifying to me. Right not now. a single, horrifying. not a single one of them, and there's a whole bunch now. Well, yeah. okay. I mean, okay, okay, okay. I think I saw one of the non-original ones, one of the remake ones, but I fell asleep during it, so I don't think it counts. Okay. I mean, <laughs> she's dancing, you I, guys. Well, she's like, it I count. did so bad trying to get you guys, and I haven't gotten you at all. Did I get you? To, Listen, get you? <laughs> before before a Star Wars loving awesome comes and burns down the podcast, the they're not remakes. None of them are remakes. Well. No, like there were the, there was like That's the three originals. Right? There's the chapters, the chapters. Okay. Yes, I'm so- yes, the three originals are four, five, and yes. six now. So then there was one, two, and three that were prequels. Yes. Those came out in like the '90s, early 2000s. Okay, yeah. I I've never I I haven't I haven't seen them. Okay, well I certainly have. So that means I give myself a point, right? Yes, you do. Okay, no. <laughs> I don't. I feel this is maybe a controversial. Maybe this is a. a a warm take, not really a hot take, like a lukewarm take. I feel ambivalent about Star Wars. Like, mm. I'm like, it's fine. It's good filmmaking, I guess. I don't know. I have not, I definitely have not seen anything beyond the original three from the 70s. So I just, I don't know. I don't have big feelings one way or the other. Well, clearly I don't. I am so disgusted right now. <laughs> disgusted and appalled. Disgusted and appalled. This is Americana, <laughs> ladies. This is like people write thesis oh, papers I know. on this. I'm, I'm aware. Yes. And fan fiction, too, may I say. So much fan fiction. I love, so actually the very first movie I saw in the theater was Empire Strikes Back, like mm-hmm. as a kid, because that was also yeah. like my parents didn't go to movies. And so my dad was finally like, I think, I think we need to break this. Like we need, we need to go to a movie. Partly because like when I talked to him about it, he was like, I was just curious what all the hype was. Like, there had been the original Star Wars, the first one that came out, I don't know what, it went in the 70s, and then the second one, he's like, I just wanted to figure out what it was. So he talked my mom into it, and we all got to go to the movies. And, like, I didn't really understand it. I was a kid, and there was, like, Obi-Wan Kenobi keeps showing up in places, and we're like, why is he a spirit? Like, we didn't, you know, like, you didn't have VCRs to, like, go back and watch the first one. It was just done. Um, But, and I will, I don't really speak of the prequels, because they were awful. They were awful. But the new ones that came out most recently, like my family went on opening day. Like we went like on, I think for one of them, I even took my kids out of (gasps) school. No, I know I did. Um, We we took them out of school like at lunch because they were starting to show it at like noon. Wow. Did you dress up? 
we love them. No, I don't have costumes, but like I, so this is, this is my trauma of the beginning of the pandemic in March, 2020. I was days away from going, taking our family. We were going to go to California for spring break and go to Disneyland Mm -hmm. because they had just opened the Star Wars world. And I had the Disney app on my phone for about six weeks prior to that. And it was like my daydream. Every, all day during the day, I would look at it and look at the wait times and plot how we were going to do things and how we were going to get on Star Wars rides. And then five days before you're supposed to go. Disney shut down, which I honestly just didn't even think that could happen. So I'm so excited to go again. Like we haven't been able to go. Like my family loves Star Wars. They, the, the stuff that they did even before they had this new world at Disney, the Star Wars stuff that they did was so fun and so cool. And it's just, it's like a story that you get to enter into, right? There aren't that many stories that you've gotten to watch. And then all of a sudden you're like in it the way Disney makes Mm -hmm. that happen. So yes, like my kids have fought Darth Vader. Like it's, it's, it was pretty Mm. cool. So I'm, I'm sad for you, Rebecca, but I'll take my point. (laughs) Oh, that's so great. That's so great. Um, okay. Let's see. I guess it's my turn. Um, okay. This will be an interesting one because we're all three of us extroverts. Never have I ever ignored someone I know in public. Oh, come on. That's a lie. You you have never seen somebody that you know in public and pretended you didn't? Not that I can think of, truly. What? Truly. No. Wow, I think I did that this weekend. (laughs) I did. I literally did this weekend. Like, I went down a different aisle. I literally did. I don't, I, if I have done that, it does not standing out in my memory. I truly, I'm saying with all the honesty that I have, I don't know. I like to talk to people. There's nobody in your life that, like, you kind of don't want to talk to? Oh, my I mean, word. <laughs> I'm trying to think, like, now that you're saying it that way, I mean, I suppose it's possible, like, when I was teaching, maybe if I saw one of my students in public, I might not have said anything. But, like, I'm trying to think from, like, the vast majority of my adult life. No, I don't think so. Okay. That's that's surprising to me as well. because. It, you, yeah, like they're definitely, even if I don't, it's not always that I don't like them or don't want to talk to them. It's just like, I don't have time. Oh, right. Yeah. You know, like I'm hurrying. And yes. so like, if I see them, if they see me, obviously I've seen yeah. them, but if they see me, then it's going to be, oh, how are you? How are the kids? And I'm like, I have no time. So I, I like actively will go a different direction or like put my hood on or like disguise myself in a way that I can. That's fun. Disguise put yourself. Your, <laughs> put your Star Wars I mean, I should, like, over. Keep a wig or something. <laughs> I mean, it's, it doesn't always work, but yes, asked you like definitely have looked okay. the other way. I definitely have had a, I just recently had a stressful experience in a grocery store where I went down in the, an aisle and saw somebody that I had previously worked with. We were Facebook friends after I left that company. She unfriended me kind of like before, like unfriending people was like a thing that you did. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, I feel like Mm -hmm. lately people are like, oh, I'm unfriending people like left and right. And this was like before Mm -hmm. that happened. So like, I know like that she didn't really like me. And then I saw her and I was like, oh, I didn't want to. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to like 
yeah. see you and like pretend that like we like each other. Like you don't like me. I don't know why you don't like me, but that's fine. But like I don't want to. And so I like quickly left the aisle, and it was like aisle three. I ran into her in aisle three. You when you mm. see somebody at a grocery store, you always like end up like in the same aisle over and over. That's again. the worst. Yeah. Yes. I was speeding through this grocery store, like literally like peering around corners, like oh, is that her? Am I gonna see her? Am I gonna see her? It was stressful. I just didn't. I just didn't feel like dealing with it. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. I don't want your like. You don't really like me, okay? But like, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't want to deal with you then. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So the worst place to run into somebody. Although this is, I'm going to use this example. And actually, my friend Teresa, who listens to the podcast. We'll run into each other at Aldi, and I have never ignored her because she's a delight. But Aldi is so small. It's... If you run into somebody that you know, like, we laugh because it's like, okay, well, I'm going to go. And then you're just like, you continue, like, right no. next to the person. Or you go around one corner, and you're like, hi again. It's so awkward. Hey, still it's here. It's so awkward. At Aldi, you may as well just be like, let's just put our carts next to each other and just do this together. Because w- otherwise, what are we doing? We're just going to keep running into each other. It's the worst and the most awkward for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we laughed about it the day that we did it. Like, because we did actually pull our carts over and do a little catch up because I had yeah. time. But then we were like, okay, good luck shopping. And then we we're like, oh, hey, here you are still. Oh, yep, yeah, right here. Have a good I would leave. I'd be like, I'll just come back. <laughs> I'll come back another time. This is too, too awkward. awkward. It's too much too awkward. Cringy. Can't stand it. Okay, you guys, this has been so fun. We have even more to get to when we come right back. Hey friends, you know we are all about loving what you love and you're allowed to switch things up when you feel like it. Yesterday, maybe you were jamming to country music, but today you're deep into a throwback playlist. Maybe your go-to dessert is usually creme brulee, but honestly, you just want a slice of cake right now. With Dipsy, you can always choose what feels good in the moment. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and characters, no matter who you're into or what turns you on. You can find stories about that intriguing coworker with a British accent or hooking up with your hot yoga instructor. They even have stories designed specifically for your zodiac sign. New content is released every week, so in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. Now, Dipsy also has sleep stories, wellness sessions, and now they also offer written stories. It's your go-to place to spice up your me time. You can explore your fantasies or heat things up with a partner. So for listeners of Sorta Awesome, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash awesome. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash awesome, dipsystories.com slash awesome. All right, friends, you know I'm at that stage of life where every morning the mirror reminds me of all that puffiness around my eyes as soon as I wake up. If that sounds like you every morning, you're not alone. Bags and puffiness under the eyes are a problem for millions of Americans until now. Introducing GenuCell Plant Stem Cell Therapy to visibly reduce puffiness under the eyes. I know I felt the bags under my eyes firm up and I noticed that my skin is like noticeably glowing. GenuCell helped me to reduce puffiness quickly, and that's why I recommend it to anyone. Why GenuCell? Well, like most people, you've tried innumerable anti-aging skincare products, 
claiming to erase wrinkles, lighten dark circles under eyes, brighten the skin, restore a more youthful appearance, and no doubt you've been disappointed. Well, GenuCell products actually work. And GenuCell promises results that will make you smile, guaranteed, or get 100% of your money back. Right now, GenuCell's most popular package is 60% off at GenuCell.com slash awesome. Treat yourself and a loved one to the absolute best skincare in the world. Just go to GenuCell.com slash awesome and enter our special promo code awesome for a free gift plus an additional 20% off when you purchase their most popular package. Free shipping for a limited time too. That's G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash awesome. Genucel dot com slash awesome. Okay, we're back. We have been having so much fun. Does anyone want to do a points check-in? Like, where are we on points? Mm, I do. Okay. I'd like to do a points check Okay, Rebecca, how many points do you have? <laughs> I have five, Okay, which feels like a lot. Yeah, I have three. I think I'm doing this right. I think I have three points. Kelly, have you been even tracking at all? Yeah, four. I think I have four. Oh, Okay. Wait, does that mean Rebecca's winning if she has the most points? No, it means I'm yeah, oh. whoever has, you're winning. I'm you're winning. winning. Good job. I'm the winner. Okay, well, we have a few more rounds to go. So let's see what happens. Kelly, get us going on round four. Okay, I'm like flexing my fingers. We're getting a little juicier here. Oh, Never have I ever walked in on my parents. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. My mother listens to this podcast. You can just yes. raise a finger, put a finger down, Rebecca. <laughs> And my sister listens <laughs> to this podcast. So I'll just have my story, if you would like to have just in the sense of why I know okay. this, is because my parents very religiously locked the door Saturday mornings when yes. we get up oh. to watch oh, cartoons. They had, a, they had a standing date. So my brother and I, we've talked about it where we're like, now you know, you know, like as an adult, you look back and you're like, oh, and of course, you know, we would all go downstairs to watch cartoons and eat dry cereal. And of course, there'd be a fight. So we would run upstairs and we'd be like, knock on the door. We're like, well, I'm dead. And they would be like, no, I'm coming out there right now. Go turn it yourselves. And now I look back and I'm like, I know exactly what was happening. <laughs> and also, I appreciate them locking the door because if they had not, we would have been right in there. And I would have a point for this question. I have never. Now, I think my brother did one time. After I had gone to college, he was like a teenager, which is even more appalling. But no, I never have, for sure. I have. Rebecca's just going to say I have and leave it at that. And I think my mom's going to be like, wait, what? But we never (laughs) spoke of it. And I don't know. I didn't really see much, but my parents did not lock the door. They were not door lockers. Really? I walked in and I was old enough to think that the embrace that they were in might have been more than just an embrace. But I don't actually know for sure. We, Of course, we never spoke of it. I didn't see skin. Oh, gosh. Let's stop talking about it. <laughs> okay. Speaking of seeing skin, I never walked in on my parents, but my late father-in-law, whom I adored, one time I accidentally saw his naked bottom walking down the hallway of their house. <laughs> and he thought I it was hilarious. Thing. He thought it was the funniest thing ever, and I wanted to absolutely crawl under the house and die. (laughs) Well, this was one of my sort of awesome confessions, is that I walked in on my father. Oh, that's right. Completely buck naked in the kitchen. Yes. I forgot about that. Oh, my God. I I had no idea that this episode was going to relive. I was going to be reliving so much trauma. Yeah. I know. No kidding. Well, I mean, part of I got this idea from the Modern Family episode, people who've seen it, like where the kids walk into the mom and dad. 
And the mom and dad are like trying to be like, we want to handle this in a better way. Let's talk about it. The kids are like, oh, please stop. You know, like it's really <laughs> funny. And I think we they must leave stop talking about it now. Like, yes. When they come back, we just sit them down and they're like, you know, if we go back, they're going to want to sit us down. We're just like, mm-hmm. we don't want to talk about it with them. You know, yes. like, we don't want the sex positivity thing. Sometimes we do not want our parents to be sex positive. Each other. Like, no, just stop. Just stop. <laughs> so, yes, I think if you ever do walk into your parents, Rebecca, your take is the right one, which is just like, and now we shall never speak about this again. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. Okay, Rebecca, what's the next one? Well, I'm trying to decide what is too spicy to ask because Kelly just went the here. Yeah, we're in the back half of the episode. So, just you got to let it all out now. <laughs> okay, well. Never have I ever done the deed in public. Yeah, me neither. Define public, like outside of a bedroom? If you need to define it, then you did it. (laughs) If you need a clarification, then you probably... I think Kelly's question is a good one for clarifying. Outside of the bedroom or outside of the walls of your own home or... yeah, A car counts as public. Right? Like, anybody could walk by wherever you are. Are we talking about full intercourse? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Do we need to get even more? I don't know how like many definitions we need to, to have here, but I will just say that I've been caught by cops in a car. and mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. I wasn't... I was not married. I was a teenager. Yeah, exactly. Like, I was not... <laughs> What did she say? What was your question, Rebecca? Can you repeat the question? She, I, she said, done the deed. Done the that deed, could yes. be a lot of I'm things. Doing the, doing the deed. There's like a main deed, but then there's like <laughs> sub-deeds. <laughs> there are bases, and then there are bases. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm having a hard time here. Meg, you have never avoided somebody in public that you don't want to talk to, but you have been caught by the cops? Absolutely. More than once. <laughs> you know. What? I mean, they didn't, like, arrest you or anything, right? No, they were just, no, like, just locked they in were the window. Just like, Hello, this is very sticky. Y'all, y'all can't be parking here. You got yep. to go. Yes. Get a room. I was in various stages of undress, and so was my boyfriend, so... <laughs> Okay. Yes. Is that the, okay. is that the response I, you were going for? <laughs> okay. I don't know what kind of points you guys need to give yourselves, but I mean, I'm not taking any. Okay. I haven't had the cops knock on my window. I haven't been in the Mile High Club. I didn't sneak off to a bathroom. None of that. Yeah. I'm a good girl, Mom. I know you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, you know, post high school and post marriage, no, things got a lot more tame. But I, I know didn't say anything about marriage. I just yeah, said right. <laughs> when you first said that, so I was like, oh no, I don't, I don't think I have. But if we expand our definitions, then yes, yeah, that's okay. Important. Well, I want to win, so expand away. <laughs> <laughs> so, points from Meg and Kelly. <laughs> this one that I have is not spicy in a good way, but it is definitely off color, maybe. I'm just going to say it. Never have I ever clogged someone else's toilet. I don't think I have. But I do have a story with somebody clogging my toilet. Okay. Oh, good golly. (laughs) We were in college, and it was a high school friend that came to visit me. A male high school friend came to visit me. Yeah, And... He clogged the toilet in my dorm room. We had a 
a separate, like a private bathroom. Yeah. In our apartment. And he clogged it when nobody was there. And I don't know. I can just imagine the horror that happened in this <laughs> in this bathroom when he was there alone because I came home to a trash can that had a lot of wet paper towels in it. Oh no. <laughs> well, at least it was wet paper towels. Because I didn't know where had, the like, story was going. That. Well, I think I mean I have no idea how he fixed it. Oh, he did but... fix it though. But you're just saying there was evidence that it had not been okay. It must have overflowed all over the floor. And there was just like wet paper towels that he had cleaned things up. I was traumatized on his behalf. But of course, like I did not speak of it. Because like, why would you speak of it? (laughs) Why would you speak of it? I can't say that this has happened to me directly. But when I was a youth group leader, Uh we used to have drop-ins on Sunday nights. A family would host the entire youth group. Oh, wow. After church on Sunday nights when we had Sunday night okay. church. And it was like an hour and a half, maybe two hours of outdoor, indoor fun, whatever. There was a talk and food. And as a youth group leader, because kids would clog the toilet and then be super embarrassed, we would try to make sure that the bathroom that the kids would be using had a plunger in it, at least. So no one had yeah. to come out and be like, I need the plunger. Yes. And like so embarrassing. That I remember doing because, yeah, it's just like you don't want to talk about it, right? But also you want to be a good guest. So we were just like, let's just make sure there's one in there. And that way, like, hopefully they can take care of it. Now, as the parent to children who apparently, I don't know, eat a lot of fiber. I don't know. I don't think there's many days that go by that I'm not plunging a toilet. At least one. Okay, that makes me feel better. If my kids were playing those points, there would be points aplenty on this one. It wasn't that long ago. It was in the past month. I've had to get on YouTube and it was even further advanced than just like (laughs) plunging. I need like plunging 201. Yes, exactly. And try to get some more tips for how to unclog a clogged toilet. Yes. Okay. I feel a lot better about my children's intestinal health, Kelly. Yeah, I know. I'm like, I don't know if this is a good thing. I don't know if it's a bad thing. I don't know what I need to feed them differently so that this isn't an issue. The number of times that someone just comes out of the bathroom, they're like, well, it's clogged. I tried. It's yours. And I'm like, did you that's really exactly, try? Did you? That's exactly what my kids do. They'll be like, I tried, mom, but I can't. It's still messed up. So, oh my gosh. Okay. All right. Let's round it out strong with round five. Last round of Never Have I Ever. I can't wait to hear what the awesomes have to say on some of these. Kelly. Kick us off with the last round. Okay, hang on a second. I've got to think, do I want to win? Do I want to make Rebecca go down? Like, I've got to figure out my colors right here. I know. I have so many. Maybe we can do some more of these with the awesomes later because all three of us brought 20 to the table. Yeah, so, you guys are having so much fun. Yes. Okay. This one is controversial. And I know that because I don't think that we've talked about it on the show, but I think it was in the hangout. Never have I ever peed in the shower. Oh, we've talked about this on the show, remember? Was it on the show? Okay, should I pick yes, a different because, one because, no, no, that's fine. I will say with pride, I will take <laughs> my point on this because I am an unashamed shower peer. Yeah. I, and, and you did, I, so we did talk about it on the show. I was like, maybe it was a boxer conversation, but it was. I've kind of come around to see the wisdom in it. It's good for the planet. There's things like that. But yeah, no, I just can't bring myself to do that. What about you, Rebecca? Yeah, I have. 
Are you a regular shower peer or was it in an emergency situation? You guys, I've already said it so many times, but my mom listens to this. She's going to be like so mad at me. You guys, she sends me texts about the episodes and is like, like checks in sometimes. She's like, yes, yes, yes. I have peed a plenty of times in the shower. A plenty of times. I do not remember this being something that was talked about on the podcast with me. So this maybe it wasn't Voxer, but I could almost swear that Kelly and I have talked about this on Mike before. I just remember big feelings about it. I I remember a thread in the hangout that was quite divisive between the peers and the (laughs) non-peers because, as with so many things, people were like, "I have everybody pees in the shower," and people were like, "Excuse me." I have never peed in the shower. And so it was funny. We'll have to start a new thread and see. Maybe we'll just do a survey this time and we'll just see who wins. I feel like that we talked about it because I feel like there's even research that shows that it's good for your pelvic floor health, too. (laughs) Oh, There's a certain kind of squat that you can do and pee in the shower, and it's better than kegels. Why would you need to squat if you're in the shower? Like, I can see the wisdom of squat Well, you never pee in the shower, so you don't know. know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't get it. You're not trying to hit the drain necessarily. It's all wet. Yeah, I don't do any kind of gymnastics <laughs> while I'm peeing in the shower. I no, just no, let it go. One leg up, like Captain Morgan's different poses for peeing in the shower. <laughs> I'll find the research. Yeah, I feel like it's out that. there. Okay, y'all, we have been having so much fun with these Never Have I Evers, and we've got a few more for you when we come right back. You guys, it's time to talk about one of my very, very favorite discoveries from the past year, Truebill. If you're suffering from way too many subscription syndrome, guess what? There's a way out and you don't even have to talk to anyone. Let Truebill do the work and set you free. Average users save $720 a year using Truebill. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions that you don't need, want, or the ones you simply forgot about. Again, you could save up to $720 a year. And because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. So it's been a little over a year since we connected our accounts to Truebill. Now, I was shocked by how many old subscriptions we had, but I was then amazed by how Truebill keeps me updated regularly when it detects a new subscription. It makes me absolutely giddy to tell Truebill to cancel that subscription. It's the financial personal assistant I always knew I needed. So don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash awesome. Go right now. Truebill.com slash awesome. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash awesome. Hey friend, as a small business owner, you are juggling a hundred balls in the air and don't have time to interview candidates who just aren't qualified for your role. LinkedIn Jobs makes it easier for you to find the people you want to interview faster and for free. As a small business owner myself, I know how very not awesome it can be to expand the team. It feels like a lot of pressure to find just the right person. Well, now you can create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 770 million people. Then add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you are hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and 
higher. This is why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know that every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash awesome. That's linkedin.com slash awesome to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Rebecca, what about you? Oh, goodness. I don't even know what to pick. Okay. Never have I ever... (laughs) Dramatic pause, Uh because I'm still trying to figure out which one to say. (laughs) Yes. Never have I ever gone tent camping. Uh, Oh, me neither. That's a good one. Okay, I've done tent camping lots, and that's a good one. So have you done any camping, like in a pop-up trailer even? So my parents... Okay, so there was a big age difference between me and my siblings. And so my parents took my older siblings camping when it was like just them. And they never took me. And I remember giving them a hard time about that when I was, I don't know, maybe like 10 or 12 or something. And they're like, well, we probably should take her camping. This would be like a good thing to do. Mm -hmm. And they got a pop-up. Is it What is it? A camper? I don't know. A pop-up tent. camper. It didn't need to be towed by a car. Yes. Yes. So we rented that or borrowed that. And then we went camping like one weekend and like that was it. (laughs) They did it so that I had the experience, which was very kind of them. Yes. And that was it. And I have never taken my kids camping. (laughs) I I haven't either. I think there's some wisdom in that. We took our kids because Corey and I met, like really got to know each other doing this like super wildernessy camping trip that our youth group went to every year. So when... Kieran was probably, I don't know, like three. We went tent camping. We used our tent. It was too small for our family, but we were like, we'll just make it work. We're just going to go for like three nights. Oh, my word. Yeah, it was not fun. No one slept and we forgot how noisy it was. And, you know, like the fact that you're literally sleeping a thin cloth away from nature and cars and anybody who's out. And we were like, okay, that was something we started to do, pop up camping because that makes it a little easier because you have some more at least Mm -hmm. amenities available to you yeah for sure i'm allergic to being uncomfortable so (laughs) i have never (laughs) been camping at all pop-up camper or otherwise i've definitely never taken my kids yeah yeah i mean taking your kids I, i will say this i have lots of friends who are regular campers with their family and I admire the heck out of them you know like they have so much fun whether it's in a pop-up or it's actual tent like wilderness like we're backpacking or canoeing in somewhere totally I loved learning to do that when I was a teenager like in the youth group my family of origin they were also not outdoor people basically Mm -hmm. but it was so fun I think that it's different when you're a your standards get raised you know when you're Mm -hmm. like a teenager you just don't care like you sleep on the floor and you eat garbage all the time anyway. Mm-hmm. When your standards are raised, it's harder. And then, of course, if you're responsible for other people and, like, trying to keep them busy or clean. Safe. We took probably <laughs> tent camping before we left California in Yosemite with, like, all of our good friends. Like, we all had been tent camping before together, but now we all had these babies. Like, everybody's mm-hmm. had a baby, so we all had, you know, 16 down to two months. It was hot. It was, like, mm-hmm. in the 90s. There was no way to cool off. They wanted to crawl. You're literally like in the dirt. You know, we shared like a couple of high chair things, like portable high chairs that somebody brought. And we were like, what are we doing? And we left early. 
We went to Brown Hotel with Paul. I love to be in nature. I do so much. But at the end of the day, I want a hot shower and a comfy bed. So I'm sort of out on camping. That was a good one, Rebecca. That was a good one. All right. Last one. I kind of think I might know the answer for each of you on this, but I am super curious. And this is the absolute truth for me. Never have I ever DM'd a celebrity. (gasps) DM'd a celebrity? Look, Mm -hmm. Rebecca's like, I have DM'd Harry Styles so many times. (laughs) See, I feel like Kelly maybe has for work. Like, have you ever had to, as a producer? Well, I mean, you know, who's going to define as a celebrity? You know, like my kids, when I'm like, I was talking with this. In fact, this morning, Appa from Kim's Convenience, the actor, he followed me on Twitter. (gasps) I'm dead. Well, I'm dying. Well, That's huge. Him. Like, yeah. yeah. But my kids would yeah. be like, I don't know who he is. I don't, that oh show gosh. that you watch, Mom? You know what I mean? So, like, what is the celebrity that The feels- best show in the universe. Yes, that's the I was one. Like, I'm yes. dead now. Yeah. So, I don't know that I DM'd <laughs> them, though. I will say that there are people that, in my world, are very cool and famous. Mm-hmm. People who do. Mm-hmm. Kate Bowler whom mm-hmm. I've mentioned on the podcast a lot, like when we have interviewed them for our shows and then I get their cell phone number. Oh, and you're like, I'm oh, like, yeah. do I want to just save this? I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, look at all these famous people. I just, I try to get to your numbers. Yeah, I get all of their numbers. I haven't though. Yeah. I haven't okay. saved them. So I haven't, Rebecca. does that count as a DM? I don't think so. Well, Texting is different. Specifically, DM. non-work related, just okay, as then. a human being. Have you DM'd a celebrity, Rebecca? <laughs> We're all giving it up. This, this is so vulnerable. <laughs> you don't have to be specific if you feel uncomfortable. Oh, well, I mean, everybody, yeah, everybody knows. That you. It's written on the wall. You know what the answer is. Oh, look at the shirt I'm wearing. It's just a butterfly. It's not just a butterfly. <laughs> That's going to go over some people's heads, but others are going to know exactly what I'm wearing. Okay. I sent Harry Styles a DM <laughs> sometime. I don't remember when, like during the pandemic or something. Oh, and it was like to tell him that I'm just really proud of like all this work that he's doing. Yeah, and then I felt really stupid about it. And you can go into your sent messages and you can see if it's been seen, right? Right. And I was like. I hate this. Like, <laughs> I don't like being able to go back and look and see yeah. that I am one of thousands of DMs, potentially, that he's getting a day, yeah. or a thousand DM requests or whatever. Yeah. I was like, this was not me. I am not. <laughs> I mean, it actually, like, really is me. But, like, yeah. I'm 17. <laughs> I was going to say, I just don't know this. Yes. You need to be honest with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so you can unsend messages. Yeah. That have not been seen. So I mm-hmm. sent it and then I unsent it maybe like two days later because I was like, I don't like sitting in this mm-hmm. space. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Of whatever. Of potential ignore. Yeah. Ignorement? What do I try to say? <laughs> But that's the, I mean, that's the risk, being and that's ignored. what makes a DM different, right? Is it, yeah. it is a direct message. One of the mm-hmm. fun things about Twitter is that you can interact with famous people. One yeah. time I tagged Richard Marks. And something was just like, I haven't heard this song forever. And he retweeted it and was, you know, said something. He's pretty active on Twitter. I wasn't really expecting him to see it, though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you're just, well, what are the odds? Like, I'll tag him. But I feel like when you're sending a direct message, Rebecca, like, that's so much more yeah. vulnerable. Like you're saying, I would probably pull it back, too, because 
because you're just going to want to keep checking it, right? And then two weeks later, you're like, he still hasn't seen it. I'm so embarrassed. Which, why would he? Because we don't follow each other. It would go into that request thing. And like, it's just, this is dumb. I kind of felt like I don't need this energy out there floating in the world. I'm just going to take it back. And then I don't have to think about it anymore. And don't we feel like Harry Styles has a social media manager or a team of them who does this? Okay, you don't need it. Rebecca's here to correct this. <laughs> She's like, well, actually. Actually, he does have a separate account. It's called HSHQ. It's Harry Styles headquarters, and that's run by his team for sure. Oh, oh, well, I learned something new about Harry Styles today. <laughs> this has all been worth it. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's tally our points, ladies, and see who won and who lost. I think I have five. Is that right? I don't know. Well, I, don't know. I counted five for myself. I have eight. So okay. I lost. <laughs> the most fastidious point keeper. <laughs> okay, Listen, it's, yeah. it's possible I had more and I just wasn't paying attention. So. <laughs> yeah, maybe the Austin's could keep us honest. Like they're going to come back and be like, no, 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 you forgot one. <laughs> You totally. can do that with us, Austin. Never have I Please ever do. meant to lie on my <laughs> <laughs> So good. So good. Okay. Well, this has been such a fun way to mark our seven-year anniversary <laughs> of doing this together. As I said at the top of the show, truly never would I have ever believed that we would be doing this for seven years, but I'm so glad that we are. Kelly and Rebecca, thank you so much for just mm-hmm. continuing on. This is the joy of my life, and I'm so thankful for both of you. Yeah. So, Same. Yeah. All right. If people do want to hold our feet to the fire and keep us accountable on our points on this or just talk about any of these topics, where can we find you, Kelly, on social media and all around the web? My handle on Instagram and Twitter is at Kelly Gordon MN from Minnesota. And that's the same as my website, KellyGordonMN.com. And that's where you can find Thanks to these podcasts, which you already have, and recipes. And all your recipes. Rebecca, how about you? My website is simplyrebecca.com, and my favorite place to hang out on social media is Instagram at simplyrebecca. Okay, you can find me at Sorta Awesome Meg on all of the things, and please do search Sorta Awesome wherever you are on the World Wide Web. You can find us there. We would love to hear from you. We love to hear from our awesomes all the time. You guys, thanks so much for listening. Thank you for seven years of Sort of Awesome. We'll see y'all next time. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.